0: Welcome to the first episode of Inside with Outsiders. This is where we're going to be interviewing the outsider community, getting to know them. We know a lot of interesting characters, especially this guy we have today, our first interview, interview, interviewee. Um, he means a lot to the outside community. He's a great host, uh, he's a big character. And uh, well, without further ado, this man has no issue int- uh, introducing himself. Everybody, Patrick.
1: He said it wrong, I'm gonna do it right. Patrick You good?
0: I'm good. What up, Jay? What's up? I see you uh came with your little henny colada. You already know it you already know. So he shows up with a henny colada. My question is, how many did you have before you got here? Just one. <laughs> Not like we
1: was at the beach in Miami.
0: Oof. No, in the Beach of Miami, they give you a, a pina colada with Henny in it, so rum and Hennessy.
1: Well, I got this, and I got the beer. Check this out. Well, I guess we're cracking this already. <laughs> uh, cheers, brother. Cheers. Thank hey, you bam. for being our first guest. Yes, thank you. I
0: appreciate it, man. Love you, man. Mm-hmm. I love you, too. So, mm. Patrick, mm. everyone knows...
1: Mm. <laughs> mm. You good? Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. I was thirsty. Uh, I wrote over here.
0: Wow, this is gonna be a really interesting first interview. Uh, actually, this is not technically our first interview because we did this interview before, and the camera shut off midway through the interview, and we had no idea. So this I, is. I apologize, but that was my fault. Right? No, it's
1: all good. We must have footage of the old yeah, set. That, oh right? no, yeah, no, we got all we got all the footage, and we got really good I audio. I think that was an picture. excellent interview, but damn it, man. To I think I think that was an excellent interview, but
0: damn. Yeah, but it's all good. I get to have you back, and out of anybody to have back to interview twice technically
1: the first time
0: officially, but I'm glad
1: it's you. Um, thank you. Um, before we get started, we sure we don't have no technical difficulties? <laughs> nah, we good right now. Okay.
0: <laughs> all right. So, Pat, we're here to get to know you. Everyone knows of you. You, you make it very clear you're Patrick
1: at all of our events. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one really knows the real you. I'm uh, Patrick. I am kind of have a quiet side to me. And I have the entertainment side of me. But I'm really a down, homebody, but like, cologne-type guy, too. But I got your back. Yes, you do. Um, I, I can see from your hat. I know where you're from. But let everyone know where you're from. Lower East Side, L-E-S. Pitch Street, shout out to my man. Freaky Fridge. he's everywhere. So he makes these hats. Oh, I was going to say,
0: who's, who's Freaky Fridge. Freaky
1: Fridge is the guy. He makes these hats. Okay. Pitch Street, Baruch, Lower East Side.
0: So... So what was it like, I mean, do you mind if I ask you what you can, years? You, you can
1: were? ask me a couple of questions, just don't get too personal. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. Uh, what years did you grow up in the Lower East Side? Well, I grew up in the Lower East Side with, damn, man, the 80s, some in the 70s. Damn, Patrick? I know I look young. You do, you do. I take care of myself. What,
0: what was uh, the LES like back then?
1: Uh, LES was cool, kind of bad, kind of um, had a bunch of gangs, like real gangs. Um... Drugs, heroin was one of the main mm. um, culprits down there, um, and sniffing glue.
0: Wow. So, I mean, from what I've seen, I've seen a couple of documentaries. I've never seen a documentary specifically on the Lower East Side in the 80s, but I was watching a documentary about Agnostic Front, which is a hardcore band from LES. Yeah. And they showed uh, they showed footage of what the LES looked like in the 80s. Uh, I mean, I grew up here, but I, I was never hanging out down there as a kid. Um, it looked like a war zone.
1: Let me give you an example. So... Um, so people would come to uh, cop their drugs, so-called heroin, mm-hmm. mandaka, whatever you want to call it, and there would be lines around the corner just to get whatever they want to cop. And then there, there was a block on Norfolk Street where everybody coped their pills. So it was the pills, and it was the, um, it was it was the heavy drugs, which was which was heroin. It was lines and lines. Um, and
0: lines was, all going to the same place to purchase.
1: Uh, there was different type of there was all type of crews done. It was different crews had their crews, and everybody had their own stamp. What
0: was it like speaking to my closer? What was it like uh, growing up in that environment? And you um, were a kid. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was
1: rough. It's rough. You, you know, you had to pick and choose. You had to pick the right type of people that you was around. Um, you had to network, and um, it was different. But check this out. I was, I was, I was going to church at the same time. Like not church. My mother was a Jehovah's Witness, and um, you know, he's going to Kingdom Hall. And. You said like it depends on who you're hanging out with. Who were you hanging out with? What was your scene? I mean, we had a we had a certain selected group of people that I grew up with in my uh in my area and then there was other areas like the avenue up the hill, um, Baruch, yeah, Baruch, Avenue D, the Hill. It was different, different types of people. So if you didn't uh connect with the right people, you'd easily get in trouble or easily be another one by the dust. Um I know there's an interesting
0: dynamic because you grew up in LES, but you'd spend your summers in Tennessee. Yeah. So yeah. What was that like?
1: That was cool. That was and why cool. why
0: were you going to Tennessee? You My first father first? lived
1: in Tennessee. He okay. had he had a great job down there. He worked for Exxon. He was a he was a rep or engineer, uh, technical, or whatever. But he had a, you know he had a couple, he had some properties okay. down, he had some properties down there, and he would come get us every summer. As you know, uh, single parents, uh, you would know uh, single parent. My mother raised us by her own, but he would come and get us in the summertime, and we would go down there. Every summer back and forth to Tennessee, I would come back talking with a Southern draw. But going back and forth to Tennessee, I was able to open me up to make me understand different lives, you know, the the Southern life and then the Northern life, you know, open land, farmland, stuff like
0: that. What were you exposed to that kind of, and how did your perspective change from having that experience in the South in the summer? And how did you feel when you came back to Lower East Side, where it was like,
1: where it was rough? It was, it was, it was, it was a big difference. It was a big difference. Um. Just opened my eyes up like fast towards racism. I didn't really realize there was racism until I went to Tennessee. Um, I think one summer I was in Nashville, and they had there was a race there was a raceway up there, but there was also a flea market. So every two weeks the flea market would come in, and this is how the kids in the neighborhood or people would make their money because people would come and this flea market was huge. So these people come with these vans, these trucks, and they unload and they hire local kids to um, to unload. So I evidently. I must have unloaded the wrong truck, and I was walking home, and I got chased by a bunch of uh, some white guys, young white guys in the truck, and I was running for my life. And God knows if I would have got caught, I might not have been here right here talking to you right now. So ever since that time, that, that, uh, that taught me a lot. And then going to school, I remember some of my classmates having uh, junior Ku Klux Klan cards. Going, going to school? You went to school in Tennessee? Yeah, I, I, I lived in Tennessee for like two, three years back and forth. Oh, wow. And you saw... You saw Ku Klux playing cards? Yeah, cards. Junior membership cards. How old were you then? Bro, I don't know, man. Like was it uh, high school or no? this high school. It was a high school. Excuse me. Wow. McGavick High School in Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Oh, my God. That's such a... I mean, talk about culture shock. That's...
1: Yeah, it was definitely culture shock. And they used to call me New York. That's my name. New York. I'm sure... Yeah. Uh,
0: um, wow. That's... That's great. So, I know you got into some trouble yourself when you came back to Lower East Side when you were younger. Um... What were you getting
1: into i was running running around running the streets getting around the wrong people i'm not gonna get it t- t- too depth but you don't need to when you uh when you're running around well when you're the low east side and everybody's down there and everybody's um getting some type of change getting pocket money in their pocket you after a while you want to get changed your pocket. you you might get an addiction for being fly But i mean being fly i mean having some money in your pockets having a nice car um dressing nice and just being on top and you get around the wrong people so what you? How old were you then uh, when you're talking about? Wow. Like, so oh, okay. It. So my first time I got in trouble was in wow. That was 1984. 84. What yeah. you in trouble for? Well, I got in trouble for I got into a. And tru- when we started talking about getting in trouble, it's talking like you got arrested. Like seeing Rackets Island. Yeah. Back in... um, hanging out Rackets Island for a while, getting out, then getting in trouble again. Um, this one was for uh. Might have been for a salt and some other things and some couple of drug so how, charges. How old were you then? Bro, I don't know how old I was. I'm not going to tell these people how old I am because then you know how old I am. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I need, I need a beer because I'm sweating right now. Needless
0: to say, I guess I'm bringing it up because you were young at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I know there's been a lot of change in your life, but I, we don't want to get into that just yet. I want to okay. know. Um, so this is like... Late teenage years In the early 20s You got into the I might have been Early 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 Like maybe 16, 17 Okay And um So after high school What'd you do?
1: What do you mean after high school? I missed high school bro Oh you didn't Okay <laughs> What are you talk about? <laughs> Sorry guys Sorry. Sorry Um So okay I know you were
0: hustling In high school then Yeah What'd you yeah. do after After you were 18? After 18 or um,
1: or How long was that period? But that might have been A little short Two, three years mm-hmm. Um Went away, came back. How long were you away that first time? Uh, maybe three years. Okay.
0: Yeah. And how old were you when you got out, if you don't want me so
1: So Still, I was, might have been just turning
0: 21 or 19. And what did you get into? When did you get into the club world, or what were you doing right when you got out? So there was did a... you get back? You,
1: so um, before I got in trouble, I used to do security at uh, Taft High School. Taft High School used to do parties for, um, um, like, a lot of the hip-hop pioneers from the Bronx. 'Cause I went to Taft High School. Where is Taft High School? I, Taft High School is 172nd and Sheridan Avenue.
0: So why were you going to school here? Because I
1: all got kicked out of all the schools in Manhattan. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming for You just bad fighting, doing yeah. dumb stuff. Like, yeah, not doing mm-hmm. dumb stuff, but like at at just I just got they said, you know, they said I had issues, so I guess I had to change my school. Did you enjoy fighting then or are you fighting because they were uh, messing with you? I'm not gonna say. I mean I just I learned how to throw my hands.
0: Yeah. So so let's move forward to when you were doing, uh, I guess it was a club stuff.
1: Or? I had got the first club. I, I believe it. I don't know if you remember the world. Yeah, I don't remember, but I know of it. The world, the world. I started working the world here and there. Then I had doing, started doing a lot of other parties. And then I see it was just a lot of money. I wasn't. I mean, it was money. And then I got put on. with with the. I got put on the Palladium in the Tunnel. Yes. Uh, and didn't you get in trouble? Actually, before that, I got put on at Webster Hall. When was the whole that Peter was Gation, Peter
0: Gation? Peter Gation,
1: issue? that whole Peter Gation thing might have been from the nineties to like ninety five when I guess that guy Angel got killed with the yeah, wings. Yeah, yeah. Um so we was we was working doing all that and he got they kicked kicked he got he got knocked down. So there was no club, so then started running around.
0: And I know you. Shortly after that, you you actually went away for a minute, right? Yeah, I had a
1: little. I had like a little service. You know, after a while, you you um, you get smart. You don't get. You don't fall behind. You always got to stay one step in front of the people. Because I know when I met you, I remember meeting you. I remember the day. Cause
0: I know. I know. Pat, so when you met me,
1: you met me in like two hundred five or two hundred four, whatever. Yes.
0: Yeah, I remember meeting you because I think you. Um, believe you just came back
1: yeah i did a stretch that time
0: you did a stretch and it was it was a good amount of time as well yeah and i met you through jeff who's a friend of mine um and he brings he's like i want to introduce to my brother i'm like sure who, who's your brother So he introduced me to you like, you know
1: what's up i'm like what's up <laughs> uh and, and I, were, I don't mean to cut you off but when you met me i was i was in my prime i was really really rough and I'm gonna tell you why. No, I was, but
0: you, you, I mean, I'd assume, tell me if I'm wrong, but you were a product of the environment you had to be in. Yeah, I
1: was a product of the environment, but I was basically in one of the toughest uh prisons in in, in, in maybe in, in New York State or the world. Which I, one is that? That was Attica. You were in Attica? Yeah, I was you never Attica. told me that. I, I will not tell nobody that shit. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in Attica, bro. So
0: I remember meeting you, and uh, and your, and your brother was like, yo, yeah, he's gonna like, let him know if he could come to clubs with you and all that. So, yeah, yeah. Were you at a party tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, He's like, yeah, put me on that list. I'm like, okay. So you end up, we exchange numbers, and you're gonna call me the next day.
1: Yo, I'm on the list. I'll, I call your brother, like, do I have to put your brother on this list? Like, so, <laughs> so, let, so let me explain something to you that, that, like something that people don't know. So like when you um and I don't mean to like offend nobody, like when you recently released or whatever, and you come out and you start networking with people and you start seeing this, you start seeing that, and you so a lot of people read most people Most intelligent people Read stay, to, to stay In front of the game they, they have social contact Are you talking about When they're inside they, yeah. they have a family But you don't really Get that real vibe Until you get out yeah. And you start socializing With people And then you realize How far behind you are So I was just sitting Around getting around People absorbing people And you was cool people Plus you was networking And it was a very diverse Yeah Type of crowd Always. Plus I knew Carlos When yeah, the yeah. you was doing your party at. Yeah, was a couple of people I knew So it was It was, it was, it was a cool thing But I, I didn't mean to put That much pressure on you bro
0: No 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 it's fine I mean listen Like you said It took a while to assimilate again right Yes sir And what's interesting is that You, you have such a knack For being a great host And your personality People love you right I mean obviously Obviously uh, There's two sides of Pat And the Pat we know Is this fun loving Caring guy that Everyone wants to be around Every, You're just magnetic Everyone wants to be around you um, but I've seen that that people run away from hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what's interesting I feel like with somebody with a dynamic like yours you're, you're, you're a big guy you can be intimidating um, if those who know you you're like a big teddy bear but that's I think that's an interesting dynamic for you because once people see that you're so welcoming yeah. it's like they want to they want to party they want a piece of you
1: yeah something like that man You know it is exactly but like that but like as you just said now I have people that tell me sometimes, like, yo, like, and I have to realize sometimes now, so it's 2000, it's 2021. Um, we have these young kids out here. Everybody's, they they trying to prove points. So I have to, yeah, I do still do private security here and there, but I have to learn how to, I have, I still have to learn how to come at people certain ways to not offend them because sometimes people be like, why are you screaming at me, man? Why are you so loud? Well, I think I think because you have
0: such a big stature, people may may think that you're being aggressive just because of the
1: preconceived notion that you might be, even if you're not. So you have to take a softer demeanor. Yes, well, the softer demeanor it comes from that. When well, I came from um, certain situations as I was learning to, when you, when you speak a certain way, that's how to control the room, control the area when you speak like that. So that's something Of course, I of
0: course. And you do a great job of that with the outsiders, yeah. but in a way where I don't think, you never come across as being aggressive, but just definitely like an organizer, like keeping keep people together and yes. feeling Feeling like they belong, like you do a great yeah. job. People make introducing people make them feel like they're part of the community, mm-hmm. which is like invaluable. When it comes to outsiders, that's the point of outsiders, and the fact that you really encompass that, you make people feel that. I mean, you're you are such a key point, key person for outsiders. I appreciate you being part of it. I well, appreciate you, man. Of course, thank you, bro. But what I also want to talk about, um, you know, we talked about. You making mistakes in your life. Yes, yes. But what's amazing now is what you're doing now. Please tell people what you're doing to help others. Oh, okay. because of your experience. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have. So, I, what, what did you do when you got out? To, so, be, so, when I like when, the last recent the last
1: one I had, So, so the last time I had got in trouble, Jeremy was so upset, and my boy came to see you. Was my last one, which is recent. Maybe not recent. Maybe what six years, oh, seven I came years to now. You? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I came to visit you. And I, honestly, like, it was a. It was a hard experience. I didn't want. Like, it was extremely hard to see you in that environment. You'd be you. You change your demeanor, changed entirely. Obviously, back to being whatever allowed you to survive or or, or or thrive in that environment. But like seeing seeing you there was hard, and seeing seeing like the people that were in there. Like there were some really like there were pedophiles. Yeah, they, like, yeah, it was. It was. Like, and and what's funny is that like you pointed them out, like, this guy did this, this guy did that, and, and it's almost like, it looked obvious, like, that looks like a pedophile. Yeah. This looks like a, a violent, uh, uh, of crime person. Like, it's, honestly, it's not something, it's not somewhere I'd ever want to go visit again. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, it was a terrible place. Yeah,
1: definitely is. But, um.
0: But, but you, you've done a great job of turning yourself around and help others. Like, you, you, by the way. You went to school and you yeah, graduated from so, so, school last yeah, year. Yeah, cheers to yeah, that! Yeah, yeah. And so this man, I know you graduated too last year, yeah, right? Yeah. So,
1: so wait, we, let's see. Yep. Yeah. I also graduated. That's December. right. Congratulations on that, man. So, make a long story short. Um. So what happens is, so what, what happens when a, you, I don't know if you guys see any old movies? There's a movie called Coming Across 116th Street," and the the first 15 minutes of the movie, there's a guy. He commits a crime. He robs. He robs these gangsters, which is of Italian gangsters. And he's arguing with his people and his mother and them. He goes, what you talking about? I'm a three-time loser. I ain't going to never get no job. What, I'm going to be a janitor? Mm-hmm. So that, so, so make a long story short. So like this time around, re-entering society. I said, something's got to go because the streets have changed. Everything is different. There's no more distance and that. Everybody's swiping. And everybody's got something going on, some type of fraud. I said, let me get an education. Let me go to school. Um, I can facilitate things because like something that we had talked about before, I was always noticing that people were, were always coming to me to help me to do this. Can you help me? Write oh, were you talking about when you were? I mean, you, the, you had talked oh, about yeah, it before.
0: Said, like, people were asking you to write letters yeah, to was, their loved yeah, ones and, and yeah, help them but, with yeah, different people things. People would ask
1: me to write letters and help them write letters and uh, put in a, uh, certain Article 78s or do certain things in a law library. Some, some people just don't. I mean, some people can't. Um, we, and it's like, it's just like, um, so make a long story short, I said, let me go to school. Uh, I went to school. I finished. Where'd you go to school? I went to, I went to BMCC, then I went to John Jay. Okay. What'd you study? Uh, criminal justice and security management as a minor. Um, I knocked that out. It was easy. And I was, I'm still thinking about doing my, uh, master's maybe, uh, public policy or maybe something else, or just get a certificate. And, um,
0: but make a long story short. So I'm. They said I, really cool and calm. That's extremely commendable. Like, first off, going to school. Well, as an adult, it takes a lot, because you got bills yeah. to pay, you got things to do, you already established your life, but, like, congrats to you, man. Thank you, That's man. Beautiful. Also, I
1: didn't want to be a, a statistic when it comes to recidivism. I don't know if you know what recidivism means. Let's speak. So recidivism means um, people that come in, they, go, they come out, go back in, come out, go back in, come back, go in. And yeah. the reason that happens is because there's no help, there's no hope. Everybody thinks they can't do nothing. You have that certain uh, type of people, oh, you ain't going to do nothing, and you don't want to go get a job. Um, uh banned the box the question have you ever been arrested have been convicted of crime and um so I said let me um, just go to school went to school I got some traits, was networked with a bunch of great people, got a bunch of programs. Shout out to College Initiative, uh Justice Opportunity Center, uh, shout out to John Jay. Um these people lined me up and built my confidence up and now I'm I'm so I have three or four titles. I'm a peer spe- I'm a peer I'm a reentry specialist. I'm a reentry coordinator or I'm just um and those jobs are just people those that's a job that anybody that's had any proper any type of dealings with the uh criminal justice system or the new word is the system i get you i sit you down i talk to you i want to see where you're going to go if you're going to if you go if you tell me you want to go right you go left i help you go right uh do your financial aid package i get you in school um help you pick what um what made you want to pick and what you want to do in life uh if you want to work construction i'll get you I'll help you get your osha put you in the site um whatever whatever you want to do i can help you get, I mean, get who you. better who better to do that than someone's experienced yeah i'm experienced at that because it's, a, it's a, you know it's a lot of prejudices out here not meaning like uh pres i mean prejudice with with people don't know what they want to do when it comes to getting a job you know what do you mean like a lot of people don't know what they want to do you can like you know this is somebody might want to be a tattoo tattoo adams i can direct them in the right direction yeah um go to school get, just get your license you know a lot of things man um, people that cut hair, they don't know They to get their barber license, uh, how to get your security license, how to get your OSHA. So basically, like, essentially, you're like a life coach without
0: being, I mean, the, 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 the title of yeah, life I'm coach tr- these days is I'm, terrible. Yeah, I'm trying. It's like so, anyone who doesn't know what to do in their life, no offense, I, I see yeah. offensive, I'm going to say it anyway. Anyone who does not know what to do with themselves in life, a lot of the time, becomes a life coach. Because they, and I don't know why it is, but it's like, if I have a life coach, I'm gonna find somebody who's a mentor, who's experienced, you know, whatever it is I'm trying to strive to. To, and I'm gonna go to them.
1: Yeah, I have. So I have. I have a couple of mentors. I got a young mentor. He's like 38, but he has his, like masters and doctorate. I got a couple of old mentors, and um, you just have to know the direction you want to go. Um, I lost track of what I was about to say, but um, you finish. Well, well what do you what are you doing now? Like you said, you. So have- I work at BMCC as a uh, and, uh, as a program called Umla which is the Urban Male Leadership Academy and other, pro- other programs called Project Impact at BMCC. And it's a program for anybody that had any type of dealings or involvement in the system. And it, it, could, be, it, could, be, it could be your uncle, your mother, and I get you. And if you wanted to get your GED, we get you in and get your GED. And once you pass your GED, we make sure you pass your GED. Because the, the whole GED testing is, is totally different now. There's five components to the test you have to take. Uh, we help you uh, pass those tests if you, if you finish that. Um, we'll get you into whatever school you want to go to, any community colleges That's and amazing. stuff like that. And how do you use your experience to help guide your students? I just, I mean, i am be able to, like, sit to, sit down and talk to a couple of guys and see what they're talking about. Um, basically, I, I, I just, so this is the saying, I, I, so they call me, so I, I, this is what I tell people. I need to, And I tell you this sometimes, you know, what I, and what I tell you most of the time, you'll be like, yo, stop. And you'll be like, what, I'm doing a, Get your shit together. Get your shit together,
0: yeah. So
1: there's a saying that people used to say up north, up top. What's your life like today, my man? Mm -hmm. What's your life like today? What's your plan? Right. So my thing is I ask my people, what's your plan? What do you see yourself two years from now? Not even that, six months from now. You know, so that's how I hit them with that right now, especially with the pandemic and everything else that's going on, you know.
0: It's funny. You got this leadership,
1: like, characteristics
0: in you. And you, I think it's great that you're doing that for your job. I obviously see it with Outsiders. Yeah, man. Um, that's just your thing, though. That's your thing, too, man. It
1: wouldn't be what it is without you. What's your favorite part of Outsiders? Getting them Volvos, man. <laughs> Shout out to Volvo. Shout out to Volvo Manhattan. Shout out to Volvo B- Brooklyn. That's and cool. White Plains. And Queens. And Queens. Yeah, so th- your favorite part is getting those cars, huh? No, nah, I mean, we get the cars sometimes. No, you know, actually driving and... When I get a group I I get a good select of group of people in my car. Yeah. And they sitting there and they like and I get them to talk and next thing yeah. they talking through the whole thing. Yeah. Um driving and I'm also um getting outside, exercising and seeing other people exercising. Yeah. I'm well, in shape now, a little something.
0: No, you are you getting in good shape now. Um I got a great video clip of uh, Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god we were were in a i got to test the uh xc40 this the volvo's new electric vehicles all electric this thing is a rocket what's funny is i didn't tell pat it was fast i didn't say anything i said pat i got to talk about the car do you mind holding the phone and recording this while i talk about it (laughs) so we're merging onto the highway and i'm starting talking about the xc40 and i said hey pat what do you think about it he's telling
1: me to hold the phone a certain way (laughs) because
0: i was like what's going on and all of a sudden, I hit the acceleration, and Pat's head goes into his neck. <laughs> Please show that footage. It, it, it was it was yeah, the funniest yeah, yeah, thing ever. Get,
1: get, get I got it. Yo, got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So it was actually like sitting in a Porsche or one of those uh, those Hellcats, and the the, the, the just, took <laughs> off, <man. laughs> just took off, man. Just took off.
0: you I swear, your, your neck swallowed your head when yeah, we did it. It yeah, was amazing. That car was kind of fast, bro.
1: Um. So that's about your favorite part, getting together and all that stuff. No, no, my favorite part is just being outside, man. Like, like when the COVID happened, we was we was biking and just getting out, man. Walking those trails, like, like I, I remember we went to shit Catskills. Yeah, that was I. Like, yeah. Everybody was tired. Yeah, but it was fun. Yeah, getting outside to New Jersey and New York. A lot of people don't realize the um, the advantages of of, of 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 traveling and doing what you have to do. But I, I love outsiders I get to meet people I get to hang out with you Even though you kind You get annoying sometimes <laughs> uh,
0: Man, I appreciate the commentary, Pat I do um, Well, I, I literally Maybe forget what I was going to ask you You got the phone yeah, right there the phone. Check it,
1: man check. Um, Yo, I want to say that Shout out to my man, Javier, man <laughs> You like Javier? That's my dude, man I'm after, yo. When oh, I first met Javier, yeah. matter of fact, matter of fact, 2013, 2014, I got the trouble. 2000 and I first met Javier. He was like, yo, this is Javier, this is George. Just boom, and he was he's like, yo, man, you know, like I think he said like, you know, welcome home, Jerry. Jake told me about you, and he was a househead, but he, you know, he had his only little, he had his own little moves here yeah. and there. You wanna show us the moves,
0: Pat? Nah, not right now. Want another? How many hundred calories? I'm use? good, bro. All right. Um, my oh, my question for you was prior to Outsiders. Yeah, were you going on out, outdoor things like hiking? Not necessarily. Hiking.
1: Um, I am just spent time in Tennessee. I'm assuming maybe you did there. Um, but. no, I just I, I just would get on my bike and I would ride around. I would walk around. But um, it's something I want to do. If I meet my mate and we can walk around and hike, but it's something cool to do. Um, I feel the people that come to Outsiders is really cool. It's it's just it's just I can't even explain it, man. It's just something to do. Like people get your shit together come outside get, get some fresh air man like like stop talking about, oh i want to do that just do it you know what i'm saying um, can you tell us about your experiences in the outdoors as a person of color prior to the outside? oh yeah oh okay so, yeah so my father well, he was he, so he was uh, he was i'm like he has friends he has some you know a lot of white friends and, and they will hunt um like deers and stuff like that and that's like that and, and then so yellowstone national park my father, we would go so I've been to Yellowstone National Park a couple of times. I've been to the Grand Canyon. I've hiked the Grand Canyon down to the um there's a three mile hike. so those are those are my experiences with um hiking and stuff like that. But like far as like really, really hiking, it's it's it can get really like um, it's that's it's 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 really
0: it's, Did you ever feel uncomfortable out there uh prior to outsiders? Like it's you know, a big a big initiative of ours is uh, bring diversity to the outdoors. No, not
1: at all. Not at all. Not no? at all. I've, I'm, I've won never to be afraid of like who I am, the color of my skin. Mm. It is what it is. I know what it is, man. You know. If I were you, I wouldn't be afraid of anything. I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, man. Like,
0: uh, what are your, what are your goals in life? Dreams? Tell, like, tell me. goals in life to just. What, uh, I'm what's, not, what's like I, success? I, to you? I, I,
1: at once, I wanted a nonprofit, but I don't want a nonprofit. I just wanna, I just wanna be able to uplift people and point people in the right direction. As once one, uh, as uh, Obama said, the door was left open to him. The door was left open for me. I'm in now. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in certain type of light around certain people. I'm able to help people. I'm able to talk to um, certain people and pull people in. I just want to be able to point people in the right direction and help people get to where they got to go. That's that's what that's what I wanna do. So that's your goal? That's my goal. And do you have an idea how you wanna do that? Like what platform? i'm um, um, the platform I'm gonna use is the um the reentry, the reentry yeah. world, the reentry specialist. Like I've just talking to people everybody think it's like, oh, you know, everybody think it's about like for instance, when this when this fucking pandemic is over and unemployment stops, like everybody that's everybody's hustle right now. The unemployment and the PPE or however they're using it, they're using the right way. They're using the wrong way. My job is to help you and point you in the right direction and make sure you make the right decisions. Is that right? You know what I'm saying? Now, what's success to you? What do you consider success, for success you in your life? Um, success. I'm not gonna. I am not going to i say maybe when I don't have to work no more. I'm working for my work. Working for yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, having others work for you. Success is success is just being happy, being positive. Um, and doing what you doing, what doing what you do, doing what you love doing as, as long as it's not a headache. And what is uh, what is your motivation to keep pursuing that dream? Um, to look back, to look to look back at certain times, 15, 20 years ago of, of where I was at, and when I was only making ten dollars a month mm. or fifteen dollars a month, yeah. as opposed to what I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Uh, other than career goals uh, What is a dream You answered the last time when the, sh- when the camera shut off But what is a
1: dream of yours The dream of mine is, Wow, I can't remember what the dream of mine is Man, this thing makes me feel like I'm an OnlyFans Shoot or <laughs> something like that, man like I'm, like I'm about to meet a girl we're about to do a shoot and make some money Or something like that, man No, oh, really? Okay yeah, your that's, only that's, fans a, page. that's what them girls over there is for? Okay, cool, cool, cool <laughs> uh, I hate this, they look hate, right, man um what's yeah. the question again, bro
0: your dream like if there's anything in life, personal life, um my whatever. dream is
1: to just be healthy and not age man not get old man just be healthy and live forever like like captain america man
0: okay because you know the last time you were here when we when we kind of when the recording stopped your, your
1: answer to that question was to find a woman oh yeah i gotta find the right one man you want to get it, married um, I don't know, man, because I, I don't like waking up and having to pick the hair out of the sink or the, the bathtub, man. That's the, that's the worst, man. And, that's, and then, th- Those are the reasons you don't want to get married? I mean, I, mean I, don't, I, I so I'm glad you said that, bro. <laughs> As a man, okay, so people like, I'm not going to say that. I might sound wrong. People are like, oh, why are you saying that? So, you know, when you get a guy like me and people that, you know, in and out. some A lot of people say, oh, you institutionalized. I'm not institutionalized, but you get a certain way. And man, you talked about this the other day. You get used to being by yourself. You get used to being in the shower by yourself. You get used to sleeping in your bed by yourself. You get used to cooking for yourself. And when you cook, you wash the dishes. You, you put stuff up. You don't leave stuff laying around. So when you meet a mate, it's, it's, it's like, oh, what's going on? What's, what's happening? Like, You know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, breaking out of your routine.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like, but I still want to meet that right person that we can combine and put our forces together. Uh, if I work, she work. If she don't, you know, definitely not looking for no gold digger. Of course not. Why would you look for a gold digger? You know what I'm Why would you look for a gold digger? I'm not looking for gold digger. You know what I'm saying? But make a <laughs> long story short, I just want something to cut that <laughs> Don't take offense to that. I'm just looking for somebody that can make me happy. I can make them happy. Yeah. Somebody I can have a conversation with. Somebody I can talk to. That's just like my, um, my homegirl, Georgia. She met Javier. Oh. I, 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 Their fucking relationship is like Crazy Like I mean That's like a Match in heaven man So I'm I'm trying to get something like that You know what I'm saying That's a great example for sure Right right or wrong Yes it is Okay okay yeah. Shout out to my man Javier you forget
0: though are saying this because uh, ha-
1: Javier and Georgia Happened to be in the studio Shout out to today. my girl Georgia Because I knew Georgia I knew Georgia before I knew Javier Shout out to Georgia She's the best. Oh, and she used to hang out and, and boogie.
0: <laughs> See, I, I, I always rely on Pat for having great answers. Um, guys, let me stay out of this. So well, that leads to the next question. What is your most embarrassing moment? Wow.
1: Wow. I mean, what, my, my most embarrassing moment could be was when I, I, I was, I think I was somewhere and I fell. And like you, you big and you were brute and I fell and I felt and I got hurt and I didn't want to act like I got hurt and I just got up and this lady was like, "It's okay to cry." <laughs> Where was this and when was this? This is, this is a while ago, man. It was last but, week? No, <laughs> this wasn't last week. No, I was I was. This was when I was like, right, and um, <laughs> were, I, and 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 I was like, I couldn't believe she said that to me, but I, I felt kind of good. That she told me that. She, so when you she, cried, did she, did she hug you? She didn't cry. She just patted me like No, nice. when you cried. I didn't cry, bro. <laughs> I cry. I, I cry. I don't really cry like that, but I do cry sometimes, man. Yeah, I know you got a sensitive side. You got a sensitive side, man. Um, is there... What
0: are you knocking on wood for?
1: Just Because uh, I thought about my mom's,
0: man. Oh uh, Well, that, that deserves a nice knock on wood then. You're right. Um, is there anything that you want to share with the audi- audience that I haven't asked you yet? Um sure about yourself well you just
1: that, like if you have a dream if you have a plan just do your, stick to your dream stick to your plan and just do what you have to do just do it you know what i'm saying like um like shout out to my boy white boy mike shout out to jimmy king t um they had a couple of plans and they're actually executing their plans um, you know mike was a guy that was you know so he started flipping houses and that's doing kind of good for him. It's a headache to him now, but it's, it's, it works. It's a headache, but it works. Um, my boy, King T, Jimmy, um, he um, always wanted to do like a car wash service. Uh, he details cars and he does other things with cars. And he just, he's got that thing going on. So he's doing good. So if you have a plan, put your plan to use and just, just work for it. Shout out to my man, Vinny. All right.
0: Shout out to Vinny. And move on. And move on. There you go. I know he takes good care of you guys. Yeah, he does. Um, so, we end every, se- every, every interview with a segment of rapid fire questions. Let's go. Let's go. All right. You ready? <laughs> you gonna,
1: don't hit the table of your butt. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. One second. One second. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Cheers to Bam. Hold on. Hold on. Mm.
0: You, you must be thirsty.
1: I get some Henny, man.
0: Well, we got to talk to Let's go uh, Let's go, yeah. son-son All right, yeah So here are the questions
1: First one is Hip-hop or house? You already know Hip-hop Really? Nah, it depends Some house you, know, you, said, you said hip-hop, that's fine Okay But I've seen you dance to yeah, house music Yeah, I, I, I love some house move. music Girl, I house you Girl, I house you <laughs> You in my house now Hey, hey <laughs>
0: All right If you could choose any superpower What would that be? Rapid fire, man
1: Life forever.
0: Oh, so uh, immortality? Something like that. Okay, okay. Uh, favorite city other than New York City?
1: Hmm. Hmm. I was going to say Miami, but I'm going to say Nashville. Really? Nashville? Why Nashville? Because Nashville is quiet. It's up and coming. It's quiet. There's a, pro- a lot of land out there. Acres. Um, it's Tennessee is beautiful, man. You got to go out there. All
0: right, you gotta, gotta I do go. have to go. Actually, we have a good time in Miami, though. We had a yeah,
1: we great always, time in We junior. always have a good time in Miami. Everybody's in Miami right now, so we had a good time in Miami, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, so let me <laughs> let me tell you something about Miami. So I'm so behind in Miami. I get to Miami. I'm chilling. I'm lollygagging. He's like, yo, where you at? So I'm thinking, like, where we used to be at was, like, where's really happening. It's not happening over there. It's, Miami, where, where Miami happening now is uptown. beach where Mid Beach, Mid Beach, and West of Wind- and then Wynwood. well, in and the Art it's District, it's, cheesy, but it's, but it's, it's 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 okay. What was it? It's, it's all right. Not I don't know too well, but yeah. yeah. And shout out! I, I still love Fort Lauderdale and Hollywood.
0: But yeah, fam there. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you prefer calling or texting? Calling, man. Calling. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And the last question: What's your favorite food?
1: You already know, man. BBQ's fried chicken, and some corn in the cob, some mashed potatoes, and maybe some macaroni salad with tuna in it. All right, so someone bring that out, because we brought out, you know, everyone
0: who, who comes on the show has to bring their favorite food. Really? Absolutely. You brought it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, Bam, man. What up, Bam?
0: Bam, what, what do we got over here? I'm,
1: listen, I'm old. I got right. Oh, that's you. All right, let's What's see this? what you What's got. What's this? Oh, my
0: God. Oh, you got a whole bucket of this stuff. Here we go. Oh, it's so hot. Tell us what we got. It's so hot, bro. Dallas BBQs. So, is that where you got your Hennessy? So, so is where you got your Hennessy. Yeah, come here.
1: So, my brother and my nephew know. My brother, my nephew likes the Hennessy wings. Well, but I so you guys know what BBQs is got the corner of the cob. It's just something, yeah. Is that? You like, it, it cooked with Hennessy? Cook Hennessy? I don't know. I think it's like a drop of it. So, really? I got my corner of the cob. I love my corner of the cob and my butter and the fried chicken. Javier, can you bring me that salt and pepper that's in the um, bag, please? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? How do, you, how do you like to eat this stuff? You know, I like to put some salt on it because it's... What about, what about the barbecue sauce? I don't want barbecue sauce. You don't? Oh, no. okay. Leave we No, we're, we're going to have it the way you have it. And so what I do is I take this. Thank you. <laughs> 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 this, you know, this interview was not supposed to go like that. So I take this because it's you know they um it's a good they don't put, <laughs> put put a little salt in it like that yeah a little bit of salt You yeah, want but the uh, chicken with your salt it. yeah so and you get Can one no nah, Popeye's chicken is the worst you just call it and and I love I love the the Texas crispy wings cheers, cheers. with some Hennessy. let <laughs> mm. that's good. Hmm. Why is this your favorite? Because I remember... Really, man? You ask me that? <laughs> yeah. My mother took me here when I had, came home one time. And it was out to dinner. And I always left it after that. Oh, and, I, and when I first went there, I said, like, Ma, these wings look crazy. She said, shut up me, boy.
0: You know, what's funny is uh, you make some great turkey wings, right? Oh, yeah, I do. I like those better than this. So I'm going to make you some turkey wings next week. Can't wait. You too, ma'am. Alright, well I think uh, On that note, unless you have anything else to say I
1: love you people Oh, also We're going to shout out I'm going to have a Instagram page So you guys can get a direct with me um,
0: Oh, a, a, a non-private one? You a non- know how to it's going to be a non-private right.
1: one If you want to reach out to me, ask me any questions Feel free to do it um, And that's about it Alright, well Also, I'm, look- I'm looking for a wife <laughs> You gotta you gotta make six figures.
0: You got uh, some tough requirements, buddy. Anyway, ladies, we'll let you know how to reach him. On that note, thank you for being part of this. Thank I appreciate you, thank, you. I appreciate you, son. Uh, likewise, uh, I'm happy you're part of the Outsiders. I'm happy you're a really good friend, and uh, I'm hoping people see how awesome you are through this uh, interview and how much good you're doing in the world. Shout out to Pitt Street. Shout out to Pit Street.
1: Les in the house.
0: All right. On that note. See you guys. I'm hungry.
1: Ciao, ciao.